Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello, my name is Peter Rydell, and I'm from the University of Chicago. This presentation is on the role of CAR T-cell therapy in the second-line treatment of diffuse large B-cell lymphoma. In diffuse large B-cell lymphoma, a standard of care in the second-line setting includes salvage chemotherapy and autologous stem cell transplant. The effectiveness of this treatment approach was nicely detailed in the CORAL study, which evaluated patients with relapsed or refractory large cell lymphoma and randomized those patients to either R-ICE or R-DHAP salvage chemotherapy, and if responsive, these patients then proceeded to an autologous stem cell transplant. Although these regimens resulted in high overall response rates, unfortunately, there was poor event-free survival. Specifically, if we look at the event-free survival in patients with disease that relapsed less than or equal to 12 months from diagnosis, we see that the one-year event-free survival is less than 20%. And it's really based on this data that recently large phase three trials were conducted comparing CAR T-cell therapy to the standard of care approach with chemoimmunotherapy and autologous stem cell transplant. So today we'll discuss two of these large phase three studies, the ZUMA-7 trial comparing axicaptogene psilocybin or axicel and the ZUMA-7 trial comparing lysocaptogene merilucil or lysocell. And both of these trials compared CAR T-cell therapy to high-dose chemotherapy and autologous stem cell transplant. Each of these studies enrolled a similar patient population, including those with early relapsed or primary refractory disease. And importantly, early relapsing disease was defined as disease which relapsed less than or equal to 12 months from concluding induction chemotherapy. Additionally, these trials enrolled patients that were felt to be eligible for autologous stem cell transplant. And although the trial design differed between each of these studies, the primary endpoint was similar of event-free survival. In the ZUMA-7 trial, axicaptogene cellulosal or axicel was compared to salvage chemotherapy and autologous stem cell transplant. With nearly 25 months Median follow-up, we see significant improvements in event-free survival in patients treated with AxiCell. Specifically, the 24-month event-free survival rates were 41% in AxiCell-treated patients compared to 16% in those treated with standard of care. Additionally, we see improvements in overall response rates and complete response rates in the AxiCell recipients compared to those receiving standard of care. And although more mature follow-up is needed, there was some suggestion of an overall survival benefit in patients treated with AxiCell compared to standard of care. Based on these data, on April 1st, 2022, AxiCell did receive second-line approval in relapsed refractory large B-cell lymphoma for those patients whose disease relapsed within 12 months or was refractory to first-line chemoimmunotherapy. The phase three transform trial additionally compared lysocaptogene merilucil or lysocell to standard of care salvage chemoimmunotherapy and autologous stem cell transplant. In this study, we additionally see improvements in event-free survival in patients who were treated with CAR T-cell therapy. 
Specifically looking at the 12-month event-free survival, we see improvements in the lysocell arm at 44.5% compared to 23.7% in patients treated with standard of care. We also see higher overall response rates, CR rates, and progression-free survival in patients treated with lysocell compared to standard of care. Lysocaptogene Merilusa was also evaluated in a single-arm phase 2 study in patients with large B-cell lymphoma who were not felt to be candidates or not intended to receive autologous stem cell transplant. The pilot trial specifically enrolled patients who were not intended for stem cell transplants, and that was based on meeting one or more criteria. And these included having advanced age, having impaired performance status, having impaired creatinine clearance, impaired cardiac function, or impaired pulmonary function. And you can see on the schematic on the right that frequently patients enrolled in this trial harbored more than one criterion. In this study, lysocaptogen mirolusol in patients not intended for autologous stem cell transplant resulted in high overall response rates of approximately 80% and complete response rates of close to 50%. And based on the TRANSFORM study and data from the pilot trial, on the 24th of June 2022, lysocell was approved in the second-line setting, both for patients who were primary refractory and relapsed within 12 months of first-line therapy, and for patients who were relapsed or refractory to first-line therapy but not felt to be candidates for autologous stem cell transplant due to age or comorbidities. Now we can see that based on the CAR T-cell approval in the second-line setting, that the treatment landscape for diffuse large B-cell lymphoma has now again changed. One of the important things to do when assessing patients with relapsed or refractory disease is determining the time at which patients relapse. And then, additionally, it's important to assess whether patients are eligible for CAR T-cell therapy or also eligible for autologous stem cell transplants, as this does have implications on treatment decisions. So in terms of summary and future directions, CAR T-cell therapy is now FDA-approved for patients with early relapsing or primary refractory large B-cell lymphoma after one prior line of therapy based on improvements in event-free survival compared to standard of care. And there are now two agents approved with that FDA label, including AxiCell and Lysocell. Additionally, Lysocell has an indication for patients who are relapsed or refractory after one line of treatment in those that are not felt to be eligible for autologous stem cell transplant due to advanced age or comorbidities. And really, it's based on these data that clinicians should consider a CAR T-cell referral for all subjects with relapsed or refractory large B-cell lymphoma. Thank you for your attention. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated, and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.